Hey. Yeah. Hey. You see, I tried to text you K, but my phone wouldn't even let me. <laughs> <laughs> my phone, your phone too much. Bro, your, your phone too much of a real funny. nigga, bro. Right, right. Shit funny Wes? up in here. <laughs> Y'all niggas laughing and shit. Y'all niggas laughing and shit. Having a motherfucking good time or whatever. I don't like that shit. Nah, nigga. <laughs> nah, nigga. Y'all, y'all niggas want a mic check and get squared or anything, or y'all just want to rock straight off the cuff? Man, I want to go in straight. Y'all niggas swear y'all professional pod. Listen to y'all now. We already we've done this long enough, nigga. Bro, I'm still recording on my cell phone, bro. We ain't professional (laughs) at all. (laughs) Don't tell them that. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, bro. Let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another week, another Friday. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Back like a Republican Party stimulus package. My name is Kat, (laughs) aka. Cat, don't laugh at that. Okay, Welcome. We're glad to have y'all. Hopefully, we find y'all in good health. We ready to rock again, baby. I know y'all niggas ain't think we wasn't. Mm, one third of the Dipped in Butter crew. Uh, Mac, uh, catch me at uh, Lord Mac Trail on video games and IG, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's so. It. Last third of the program is Shibba Way. West No T, uh, aka Elmer Young, at Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, that one. Hey, hey, you know what? Since we're pulling back the curtain, <laughs> I just, it, it's funny how shit like this lines up and falls in line. It's like content just creates itself. <coughs> like, it, it's funny that Mac will pull back the curtain on that and then West come in sounding like a fucking million bucks. For those of y'all that listen to this <laughs> podcast, religiously, and y'all notice that Wes sounds a little stronger, a little bit different these days. Wes got a new setup, a new mic and shit. This nigga coming to the podcast sounding like dad now and shit, bro. Like dad. Wes, what's up Stop with it. you, bro? Oh, you know, regular, regular shit. You, you want to talk to us a little bit about your podcasting uh, equipment over there, bro? Because, I mean, some people listen to this. Some people might want to start a podcast. I think it's cool to kind of let people know what we record on if it's something that we want to talk about. And, uh, you know, you never know who might be wanting to start some shit out there. True. Like, bro, what you rocking with? I mean, so I know I spoke on this podcast uh, somewhere back around Christmas that I got some new equipment. Uh, you know, and I put that thing to some use for sure. Um, and not that it's been sitting dormant, but, you know, in the process of moving and shit, I kind of had to put it away. So, sure. Uh, when it came back around to my frustrations with recording this podcast, I had to come up with some alternatives and I had to break my equipment <laughs> back out. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, uh, here, yeah, here we are in full effect. We still got some more equipment on the way. Uh, you know, uh, you know, as Cat Cat saw me on the uh, on the on the Facetime the other day, he told me I look official tissue. All I was missing was my stripes and my whistle. Right, bro. Um, bro. Mac, you should have saw this nigga. He was hit, sitting at a full fledged media desk, nigga. I was like, whoa. Oh yeah, I got my, I got my shit. I got my, uh, I got my mic like boomed out too, so it's like right in front of my. <laughs> yeah, see what proud, I'm saying? Proud dip moment. Yeah, yeah proud dip moment. And it's funny you say that too, Matt, because like I, I got to thinking like, bro, if you listen to us now and just from an audio quality standpoint versus episode zero, nigga. Oh, oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> The demo, might rough, have, the demo might have to go. Yeah, yeah. So super shout out to anybody out there that's listening and has been listening since episode zero. Because y'all, nigga, <laughs> strength. Right. <laughs> some real strength, man. And, and kind of uh, getting on to what you were saying about, you know, us FaceTiming and working out the, the pre-production and the behind the scenes. Uh, I know we've said it here before. I know me and Mac talk about it a lot. Like, 
niggas really don't know what it takes to go into this fucking show that we do. Zero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's a lot to go into it from you know from an equipment standpoint to a pre-production coming up with these topics and that might not sound like much but you know trying to work with three different moving parts getting our schedules together trying to stay afloat and trying to keep ambitious about this while the whole world could be literally going to shit around us you know what i'm saying so and staying in something as simple as being entertaining yeah like, yeah being, like, being entertaining isn't easy bro. bro it's not especially when you got to do it on schedule because i know bro, right we have all went to work and not been feeling it that day you know what I'm saying? So, bro, yeah. it, it, the, we, I know we've told y'all before that we record on Tuesdays, and sometimes Tuesdays ain't it, nigga. Like, y'all don't know how many times them tacos the that they'll be hitting every Tuesday, yeah, bro. Bro, you can't even really go to Taco Tuesdays now. So, what are you supposed to do when your spirits is low these days? Like, <laughs> bro, this is what I'm saying. Make like, tacos at the house, bro, and eat them by yourself. Right. Go to go to Kroger's. Go get your own tequila. That ain't fun. Man, I ain't even made tacos and. Three weeks, we don't got no ground beef. <laughs> tacos. We haven't had ground bro. beef at my store in three weeks, bro. Okay, can we talk about something that uh, how do you uh, that I've been meaning to talk about, and I kind of just kind of went there. Let's do it. How do y'all how do y'all feel about like I don't even know how to ask this. So like I like my chip when I used to eat Chipotle, I liked my Chipotle made by Mexicans. Fact. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hold on, wait. Stop this hold on. When I when I when I go <laughs> Mac, for one, you can't say that. And for two, Wes, you can't fucking double down. Why not? Bro, what are you talking about? What you mean? You whoa, ain't wait. You're not even hearing me out. Please go ahead. There's a difference. Damn, I just man. need the outrage to be solidified right there. Please go bro, ahead. No, fuck that. I don't want. And I, I, I have my want... supporting statement ready. So please, Mac, go ahead. Exactly, bro. Like, I feel comfortable when I go into the Japanese steakhouse and okay. there's Asians in there because they fuck that. Sh- they, that, that shit be delicious. Bro, when you go in there. To Chipotle, and there's some old 17 year old worker back there just kind of doing whatever the fuck. Your Chipotle ain't hitting the same way, bro. So you, you don't want to you don't want a community college student making your bro. No, I was I want a Mexican. Back no, here you know what the speak you English. know what the problem Ooh. is, bro. When Chipotle first opened up, it was Mexicans back there making that fucking food. We got we got uh. And it was fire. It was, it was fire, but we got we got then they um, franchise. Yeah, well, not even we got treated well by the Mexicans. Don't give a fuck. They know how they like their burrito. And this this is another theory of mine too. Mexicans and black people, everybody makes food like how they eat it. White people do it fucking wrong because they use too much cheese. That's another conversation. <laughs> but the Mexicans go in there. They give you plenty of rice. They give you plenty of chicken. You know what I'm saying? Chipotle was probably taking an L, so they went hired the community fucking college students because they gotcha. take directions well, and that's what they're being taught in school. Hey, give them this tiny ass. Give them like, you should not have to look at somebody crazy at Chipotle and say, "Fam, I already asked you for double chicken. Please give me some more rice." Like, <laughs> okay, so I just at like first I, was a I just like off, that. Eth- I'm feeling y'all. I'm feeling y'all. Dude. I just like that ethnicity to cook that ethnic food, bro. Okay. Like, I don't want to go to a Jamaican spot. And, I'm, and Sarah's I'm, man, I'm cool. Sarah, I'm cool with the I'm cool with the white kids making my burrito, but like, fam, don't shortchange me because your boss said we're running low on rice this week. Like, I don't give a fuck. Somebody else that's just not, not gonna it. get no rice. That's not it, bro. What is up with that? Like, it comes out of their pockets, like barbecue sauces, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> that is the most infuriating Popeyes. 
please, bro, you can't eat six strips with one pack of barbecue no, sauce. No, I don't know why. What's wrong with y'all? But I was saying, I was just saying, like, I don't know when when you cook inside your ethnicity and you are cooking that food with passion. Bro, yeah, it's a certain level. Good, of, yeah, bro. it's a certain level. I don't even want to say soul. Like you get into it, and it even kind of becomes like a muscle memory thing. You know, by touch and feel, how much of what to put in there. So right. I feel I started a little on the other side of the fence, but now I'm starting to hop over with y'all because I know I've said this to y'all before, maybe on the show before. Taco Bell tastes better out here in New Mexico. Oh, I bet it does. It I, mean, bro, I hate Taco <laughs> Bell back home. I love Del Taco. Out it's here. good as hell, Southwest. I have. I love bro, is Del fire, Taco. Nigga. Is a whole different ball game than Taco Bell. I, I'll eat Del Taco at noon. I'll never hey, eat Taco gonna, Bell at noon, bro. Bro, them shits See, go crazy out here, bro. It's because like y'all said, people in the kitchen and getting it in. Bro, what kind of workers is it um, in the Taco Bells out there in New Mexico, though? You know, hey, you, you know. know. <laughs> I'll say it for, I'll say it for the audience, but you know, you know, it's it's, it's all Latins, bro. I mean, New, New Mexico, and that's not me trying to be funny. And I'll say again on here, like New Mexico is, I, I don't know, seventy percent Latin, twenty uh, percent uh, Native American. There's only like. Three percent blacks out here, bro. So yeah, like when you go into a, a a new Mexican restaurant slash Mexican restaurant, even if it's down to a Taco Bell, they gonna get that shit right. On the other side of it, on the hilarious side, if you go to uh, McDonald's and order a quarter pounder, it might not be cooked, bro. Like it might not be. I've gotten some pink quarter pounders mm. out here, bro. But you know, I ain't never got to worry about my burrito not being not right. ever. So, like, there's definitely a lot of validity to what you're saying, bro, for sure, bro. What if you go into a soul food restaurant and there is just what, like a Stanley like back a, there? Yeah, Stanley, bro, and he's from I'm India, bro. Are you going? No, I'm not. I'm not eating out, there, bro. bro. Or, or Indiana? If, I think Indiana is worse. If a nigga from India come from out there, I'm like, uh, give me the <laughs> give me the smothered curry chicken. The smothered. But you're right. If a nigga right. come out of the back and he say he's from Indiana and he graduated from the Hoosiers, I'm gonna be like, fam, give me my coat, man, like. <laughs> We can get mac and cheese somewhere I'm out, else. bro. Yeah, I don't yeah, want bro, mac, out, bro. bro. His mac probably got apples in it. Let's get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, and it probably bro, don't I'm smell sure. like nothing but fried grease in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> bro, For sure. Bro, because I want a big black lady making my mac and cheese, bro. I don't know if that's me being racist, no. but... City barbecues mac and cheese don't taste delicious at all. See, I can fuck with it. I can get down, but I like city barbecue though. Like, uh, I, I like know. city barbecue, but not their sizes. Their greens is pretty good. I fuck with the uh, what is that called? The 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 uh, corn souffle or whatever. The corn that tastes mm. like cornbread. Whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. See, I ain't never I ain't had that much. See, look at y'all. y'all. Y'all not even broadening y'all's horizons out here. Bro, bro, I'm definitely the nigga that goes and goes to that certain restaurant and gets the same thing every time. I hate oh, being yeah. disappointed. Nah, nah. I'm like that too, bro. If I go to like Texas Roadhouse, I'm getting the same thing every trip, bro, for sure. So I'm definitely. Bro, I'm not eating at Texas. No, we know. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, kind of get circling back around to what we were talking about about pre-production and shit, and uh, being on the FaceTime calls, and and Wes was showing us our, his setup and shit like that, bro. 
Uh, so I, me and him have been doing like a lot of behind the scenes the last couple of days and shit, trying to get y'all ready for the bonus episodes. By the way, if y'all are listening to this right now on Friday, and y'all haven't heard the extra butter episode and y'all just went straight in y'all's phone and didn't realize what y'all was seeing. There is an extra episode up in your phone right now. So after you're done listening to this, go fuck with that. I think you'll like it. We had a good time. Sure enough. But, yeah, uh, it's pretty dope. For sure. We had a fucking blast and, and look forward to hearing more of those to come. We're not going to say when or how or why, but we will be giving y'all more work as this shit goes on with the quarantine. Like, some of these niggas out here is doing no episodes. We're doing more episodes. Hey, talk that (laughs) shit, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was necessary to yell right there, but I did fuck it, bro. But bro, you felt you just felt so aggressive. Yeah, when you... bro, I felt like I was talking some shit, bro. I felt like a wrestler right there. But anyway, <laughs> I was talking to Wesley like this past weekend, trying to get our ducks in a row and shit. So I'm hit like you know when you FaceTime a nigga, you usually kind of prep. Yeah, nah, niggas have been shooting from the hip all right. Me and week. him been shooting from the hip. Me and Mac been shooting from the hip a lot lately. So I'm shooting West from the hip real quick, and he picks up the FaceTime, and the first thing my nigga say to me is. Do you want to be those kind of friends? And I was like, <laughs> at first, Mac, at first I didn't know what he was talking about. I'm like, huh? He like, bro, do, do you want to be those kind of friends? I was like, oh shit, my nigga is on, on the, the toilet, toilet baby. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I was the like, you know what? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. My bad. So I was like, bro, I'm going to call you back later. I'm going to call you back later. What I didn't get to tell Wes was 20, 30, 35 minutes later, I started getting into my groove again. I'm doing my dip to butter shit. I'm trying to hit my nigga Mac up about something. I hit Mac. Mac pick up the phone. Mac is in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it bad that I answered the phone? Right, that's, bro. Right. So that's why I brought it up. That's, I'm feeling but too. we gotta dip. Bro, we gotta dip this. If there's anything in the world we gotta dip, we gotta dip this, bro. Where do y'all stand on talking on the phone? And talking on FaceTime while y'all in the tub or the toilet, because for one, they're different, right? Like you, it's can, different. You can answer the phone a little bit. I feel like it's a little bit easier to answer the phone and pretend you're not shitting than give a nigga the whole FaceTime when you sitting. Is the tub different for you, Mac? Like, is the tub the same as being on this? Please, like, either one of y'all, please. I, I need to it hear from felt, both of y'all. It felt awkward. I don't know why I even answered the phone. When <laughs> I answered the phone, I just started laughing. Like... <laughs> Like, why did I just answer this? So I scooted the 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 camera all the way on my face. Well, you got to. I I I don't even want this nigga to see my chest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever want to talk to a man while I'm naked, bro. Like. That's not just that's not a cool feeling. And I was already lax in the tub. I was like, bro, you was really in your zen. You was in your zen, my nigga. <laughs> you was really in yeah. your zen. I felt but so when, bad, bro. But when I answered it, I was like, I just, it, it ain't that big of a deal. It's cool, man. I, he ain't gonna see nothing. But I was like, this feels weird, dog. As soon as I answered the phone, I was like, bro, this is the weirdest shit. Bro, I got to get on the phone. <laughs> no, it didn't feel like that big a deal until you got to talk. Like, there's oh, there's definitely a, a, a threshold of friendship, you know what I'm saying, that you got to cross <laughs> before I even answer the phone in that type of situation. So like Cass said, we had already been doing so much behind the scenes shit, hitting each other back and forth. And like I felt like I had hit him he didn't answer, so he was hitting me back from missing my answer, and I didn't want to not so answer. Yeah, I felt like I had to answer, <laughs> so I was like, "But I'm a, I'm a be a thousand with a nigga because there's only one way to show yourself on the toilet. Um, that 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 angle's pretty notorious. Um, and the and the right. echo alone, you know, let's 
echo with time. The echo, the echo voice. Yeah. Bro, Mac, you can have one of suit and tie and controller, but that echo... That echo gonna tell on you, yeah, nigga. That echo let him know. Every time, that bro. So literally, out, I did. Bro. I saw it and I chuckled to myself. I said, <laughs> and I answered it um, because I already knew I was gonna ask, like, fam, like, I will talk to you, but like, I'm gonna give you the option is if this, this is what you want to do. And my nigga said, call me back. And I said, all right, cool. <laughs> bro, bro. I gave him the same. I was like, bro, I'm in the tub, bro. This is this, <laughs> this just don't feel right. Yeah. Like, is it important? But I did the same thing you did, Wes. Like, I keep, I would miss a call. So I was like, damn, it's right in my face. I would be fake if I didn't answer this. <laughs> like, this and then who, cat, probably, who wants to risk for getting to call him back, too, right? You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, I'm notorious for that. Earlier. But here, look, Wes, let me tell you why I'm so fucking filthy, bro. And, like, even after this moment, me and Mac laughed about it. But after that moment, I hung up. I was like, I don't know why neither one of these niggas fuck with me, bro. <laughs> like, so I got Mac on the phone. I, we can both tell we're both like, this is a little more uncomfortable than we anticipated. Yeah. So I'm trying to hurry up and say what I got to say to get off the phone. Mm-hmm. Right, Wes? So I'm telling him about the equipment. I'm telling him about the Zancaster app that we're trying to use going forward. I'm telling him about the computers and shit. I'm like, bro, this is what I said. And I quote, Wes. He's in the bathtub on FaceTime, and I'm like, bro, when you hear how good we're going to sound on this Zencaster nigga, it's going to make oh, you no. Bro, no. and I was in the tub. <laughs> and I was I like, been, right, I might have hung up on a nigga. Bro, man, well, as soon as I said that, it, I was it. like, yep. I don't know why I said that just now, bro. This was that not was the time. Not I was it. like, you know what? I'm going to talk to you later, bro. I'm going to talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel a little ashamed of yourself? I felt the same. I was like, bro. I don't know why these niggas ever want to be friends with me, bro. Like, I see that now, nigga had to go talk to herself in the mirror. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I definitely had to have a one-on-one coaching session in the mirror. Like, fam, listen, like, Kat, if you want these niggas to keep doing the podcast, you can't be doing this, bro. <laughs> if we want to keep our this. friends, Cat, we have to give right. them respect. Right, this is me talking to me, right? Like, Cat, right. if you want to keep our friends. <laughs> <laughs> Right, bro. But I'm gonna keep it all the way clean because it's the Dipped and Butter program, and this is what we do here, right? I gotta keep it real with y'all. I have done this before. I'm, oh, gonna, I'm, give sure. y'all, I'm gonna give y'all a story and an example, bro. Y'all know Kevin McCray. Shout out to Kevin McCray, faithful listener to the show. He fuck with us super heavy. So I met Kevin McCray on Xbox, like I told y'all before, right? This is how y'all know I'm be lying because my stories mm-hmm. are consistent. Well. We, me and my wife decided to fly out there to meet Kevin McCray because he lives in the central Florida area around Orlando and shit. It was Mount Dora at the time. I don't know if he still lives in Mount Dora. Damn, I'm saying right. a lot. I'm not going to give that. Goddamn, Kev. Look, <laughs> we flew out there to kick it with him and some other homies we had met over at Xbox that also live in the central Florida area. So we made a whole extended weekend of it and shit, right? So me and Kev, we just now meet each other in person. We super excited. You know what I'm saying? So we chatted it up. We ended up going to dinner. So we was going to all go to dinner. We went to uh, Steak and Shake and shit, right? So we hanging out in Steak and Shake, laughing and talking, drinking tall milkshakes and shit. And you know, we <laughs> nigga, look, <laughs> we're already laughing. We drinking tall milkshakes the tall milkshakes hit. So I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, bro, give me a minute. I'm about to run to the bathroom and shit. You never tell a nigga you're going no. to shit. you just like, you I just be go gone for that awkward 10 minutes. Right, because I didn't want to blow up their bathroom because we were staying with them. And the last first impression you want to make is like, the first night the nigga was here, he just shitted up my toilet. So I was bro, like, bro, I was wondering why. First. 
I was like, well, was it an emergency? Like you had to hit I the didn't steak want to sit up there too. Yeah, we wasn't using a hotel room. We were staying over respect. our friend's house. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna tear that shit up. I'm not gonna tear up the homie shit. So I go into the bathroom, Mac, right? I go in there to start shitting. Kevin come in, like when I get up from the table, he like, bro, I gotta use God the bathroom. Damn. So I'm, like, I'm thinking he gotta piss. I'm going to shit. I'm just going like fake him out. I like, go bro, piss. I was going to do the whole stand up and piss <laughs> and wait for him to walk out and then turn around. Uh, niggas are the same the worldwide, bro. That, bro. that was the plan, bro. But Matt, had to go Kevin turned around and went in the yeah. stall too. So, <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, bro, I can't fake it. I got to shit. I have to shit. So I'm going to turn around. I'm just going to start shit, bro. Fuck it. I'm just, you know what niggas do? We just going to get quiet and act like we're not in here. Bro, so y'all friends, bro. Mac, this is how I knew we was friends. He goes in the store next to me. He starts shitting. We're both being quiet. Like 45 seconds passes of quiet. Nobody's in the bathroom but me and Kevin. <laughs> next thing you know, Kevin just starts giggling. I'm like, what, bro? He like, why are we acting like we're not going Bro, so then after having that laugh, we started having a conversation on the shit. I was like, bro, you know we got to Yeah, be that's friends, intense. Man. Like, we can't ever... <laughs> Bro, we can never stop our friendship now because we have literally talked to each other while we was both sitting on the toilet, and now we got to be forever. Is that nasty? Um, it just depends it's awkward. on the situation. Yeah, if you don't know, a motherfucker, that shit is awkward, awkward as fuck. Like, y'all's was better. We had to just go ahead and tear down the wall, though. Yeah, like we had to tear down that awkwardness because it was going to happen regardless. But I've had motherfuckers like. In the military, man, I've had motherfuckers talk to me butt ass naked. Yeah, like that's weird. so uh <laughs> I was like, wait, uh bro, man, I had a I had a nigga talk yeah. to me in the airport when we when we landed here before we moved out here, we came to Phoenix. I hop off the plane, I go in the bathroom. A nigga who must have got off another flight. This white dude, country, country white dude from Oklahoma. This is how you know I know too much about him just from the bathroom. <laughs> bro, he starts he starts talking to me. <laughs> Two stalls over, but it's an airport bathroom, nigga. So it's a nigga standing in between us. He's talking to me about, like I say, he's from Oklahoma. He's about to go back home so he can chop down some trees on his property because they was going to charge him way too much. Bro, we're literally having this conversation. It's niggas waiting to piss behind us, bro. And this nigga's having a full-blown conversation with me. And, like, at this point, it would have been awkward for me not to respond to him. So, like, I'm talking well, back yeah, to like, a nigga. Like, what's a, what's they push it so yeah, far, in the right? bathroom over another nigga while other niggas are standing behind us waiting, like, can y'all shut the fuck up? But I just been on a four and a half hour flight, so I got a full ass bladder, and it's a, it was a long, awkward <laughs> conversation for sure. Why, bro? I'm not comfortable with that, bro. Like even with the homie, bro, and we got that established and tear down that awkward wall. I'm not looking forward to doing that shit again. No, nah, like, that's weird. You know what I mean? I'm not tapping the the divider, like bro. Yeah, over nah. there, I don't even want to talk to niggas I know in the bathroom. I lo- I love seeing a nigga on his way out honest- of the bathroom when I'm coming in, or vice versa. To be honest, bro, I probably would have hit, hit him with, hey, bro, can we talk about this, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, can yeah, we reconvene, my dick in my hand, bro? Man. Like, yeah, while we for the checks? Right, yeah. bro. It just feels a little different, bro, when I'm... <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm sorry for saying that to you, bro. I, did, I should have never said that. That's when I'm hovering over the That was toilet. inappropriate, bro. <laughs> it's all right, bro. You oh, did. you know what, too, man? I want to talk, talk about kind of on the subject, bro. I don't know. I want to ask you about Arizona okay. and this West and see if it's any different because I know what Ohio's mm-hmm. like born and raised. Bro, people in New Mexico got no shit shame, mm. bro. They got really? no shit shame. Like, you know how us being from Ohio, I don't know if it's a Midwest thing, I don't know if it's a Ohio thing, I don't know if it's black, white, whatever, but 
to shit Ooh, in public emergency. has to be an emergency, right? It has to be an emergency, bro. Like, right. there gotta be no other option. Like, you gotta be like, bro, I'm sweating. This might come out in my pants. So I'm just yeah. gonna do what I gotta emergency. do. Emergency. Bro, people in New Mexico, fam, people in New Mexico, they have absolute shit freedom, bro. Like, you can be talking to a nigga and he will just get up and walk <laughs> to the bathroom and go shit. Like, bro, and I work in the fucking custodial industry, so... I have been in the bathroom cleaning before, and a motherfucker walk right in behind me, wow. go in the stall, close it, and start shitting. Bro, I've been yeah, working. Yeah, you already know in Ohio, like, that's kind of, of a no-no. No. Like, you go to another bathroom. Wes, I've been with people, the two of us are cleaning, and then the nigga just disappear on me, and I turn around, and he's no in the way. stall shitting. And I'm like, wait, bro, like, what is that's, he yeah. doing? Like, I, bro, I have, like... I have walked the floors trying to find an empty bath because my bit my my building is big as fuck. So we got multiple bathrooms, bro. And everybody like, knows that bathroom at work that people just really don't go to, and that's the shitting bathroom, right? Bro, yeah, bro, I hate when people put like just come in right next worst. to me and shit. Like, come on, bro. I hurry the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna taper this off. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna get this, and then you get to hear him. Yeah, nah, yeah, people, yeah, people are disgusting, bro. But like, nah, I haven't. Um, and maybe because you know, due to the time that we got here, but I haven't been able to experience if people have shit shame or not around here because everything's pretty much closed to uh congregating. So. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. That's Very right. True. You haven't mm-hmm. had a, true. You haven't had a chance to. Everybody's at home, baby. Yeah, yeah, them streets are shitty, my nigga. So uh, keep your eyes open <laughs> and, and let me know. We we might have to reconvene on this once For we sure. get out of this crisis. Bro. I'll write it down. Yeah, Shit, yeah. And, uh, shame. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, speaking of crisis, man, uh, we are today on the one year anniversary of Nipsey oh, Hussle. R.I.P. Um, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RIP. And and I just had a couple things on this, man, that I kind of wanted to touch on and see what y'all think about. Like, do y'all feel like after the year has been up, like, do y'all feel like the impact of losing Nipsey Hussle has been the same on people? Do y'all think his legacy has grown in any way? Do y'all think the marathon is continuing with niggas? Or that's just something niggas was typing on their phones? Like, how are y'all feeling a year later? We haven't spent too much time. I think he has... You, I, so of course, I think for the majority, I think everybody feels and knows that he wasn't as supported as you know, maybe some people feel that he should have been once he was here. And then, you know, it was kind of a very big uproar when you know what happened to my nigga happened to my nigga. Um, I feel like it's maintaining a well enough buzz, all of the shit that he left behind, you know, because there was a lot that he left behind just outside of the music. Um, so I, I feel like it's maintaining itself well enough. I feel like it's maintaining itself well enough at the moment, um, you know, especially with him having Lauren London behind and, you know, some of the homies from his crew and shit like that. Um, sure. I mean, if, it, but it's just not the same as it was a year ago. And it's crazy to think about all of the shit that's happened in the year since. I know. Right. Right. Like the world is like <clears throat> the world is a totally different place since he was here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's wild to think. And I do think that part of this uh, tragedy we're going through right now kind of plays a part because I think people trying to carry on his legacy and letting the marathon continue, a lot of those steps were put in place immediately after his death that probably weren't going to come to fruition this summer, but now we're not able to see it because everything's Mm -hmm. on lockdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers might have been 
setting up an all independent acts right. tour and setting up clothing lines and a lot of that shit is on halt because the whole mm-hmm. world is at a standstill right now so I, I don't think it's you know we can necessarily blame everybody if we do feel like everybody ain't really moving away nip with a one of niggas to move but nobody can right, literally right. move right now you know what i'm saying so i just thought it was interesting and uh Westman, you talked about in pre-production a little bit, like the the weirdness of celebrating somebody's death. Yeah, like I, I want to know how niggas like, feel about that because I, you know, personally, me, like I get it. For for me, it's kind of um, and I, I hate to bring this up at the moment, but like today is my niece's birthday. You know what I'm saying? So like it kind of sticks out for me. Like today is my niece's birthday. This happened to Nip on the same day, so it's kind of like representative of the whole life death shit. Even though she wasn't, you know, that wasn't the day that she came into the, you know, into the earth, but still like. Right. You know, it's something that'll always stick out to me when I think about my niece's birthday that, you know, a nigga whose music I enjoy, you know, passed on the same day from, you know, a tragic incident. So it's like, but but why is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is like, why don't I know the nigga's birthday or, you know what I'm saying? Like, why why do I know yeah. this day more? Why is this day more celebrated than the nigga's birthday or, you know, the, his album release date or, you know, anything? Right. I thought that was super interesting because we really don't fixate on these rappers' birthdays the way we do on their death dates. And I, I thought that was super interesting when you brought that up. Like, I get that it's a moment in time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why it probably hits us a certain way because we remember that moment forever, especially if it's somebody, like you said, that we enjoyed or made an impact on our life or something like that. So if they're taken suddenly from your life at a young age, you do kind of fixate on that date. Like, you know, that moment changed for me and that day changed for me. So... You know, I get it, but I also think it's weird to kind of, quote unquote, celebrate it. However, I do think it's necessary to kind of look back on their life and their accomplishments and use that as a moment to kind of reflect. I mean, like I said, like I said, it's just just weird, weird, but like motherfuckers will go through the lengths of getting T-shirts and releasing balloons and you know all of this on the day that a nigga yeah. died, and it's like, why are we? That's yeah, but why are we celebrating the day? You, why are we? Re- because ultimately, Let- that's what you, I'm remembering the day that you were taken from me versus the day that you were given to me. And you know, I'm not saying, and not saying yeah, that let's, they, let it, let's let Lauren and the yeah, kids, but and, not, and not to say that they don't celebrate the birthday just as the same. But like, why? You know, why would you want to evoke that much? You know, what I'm saying emotion out of yourself because I can only imagine, you know, what it's like to have somebody taken from you tragically like that, and then the world celebrates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The day that this happened to you. Yeah. And I guess at the same time, on the other side of that token, if it's me and I'm Nipsey and I want my legacy to be remembered, I guess it's just more important to me that my legacy is remembered however y'all choose to do it. So I can, I, I guess I can I mean, see but like, damn, what if the nigga birthday was yesterday? <laughs> he got smoked today and niggas didn't even care yesterday. Like, right, right. And y'all just buy his ass in the year. Like, <laughs> that I had particular a- guy. I had a homie that Pat like got murdered, and uh, it just seemed like it seemed like the day he died was a was a celebration. Like everybody kind of like like was celebrating and celebrating his life, but like the like on his actual birthday though, the family would go to the gravesite and just like drink, like you know what I'm saying, drink with him, you know what I'm saying, drink with him, talk about old memories. Like shit like that, and I thought I think that's kind of I don't know that's just kind of dope though. Like yeah, I do kind of like the idea of the birthday being right, reserved for right. close family and relatives. Yeah, you know like that. it was. It's just it's just an intimate moment, and like most of our motherfuckers wasn't celebrating my birthday while I was here. So don't Talk start celebrating shit. my yeah. birthday while I'm not here. Like yeah, nah, that makes sense. Don't get too. excited now. And yeah. I kind of felt I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be real with y'all, man. 
I kind of felt gross, like when I heard the the, the one year news, like, mm-hmm. like, cause I was just like, damn, would I even be listening? Would I be listening to Nip as hard as I am if had he not yes. passed? Like, bro, cause that victory, that victory <laughs> lap album yeah. is crack, nigga. But but I listened to it before his passing. Was like, oh, this is fire. I need to get back to it, and just never got back to it. Mm-hmm. But then when he passed, I was like, man, let me throw this shit on. Let me get back to my it nigga. Right yeah. yeah, let me get a, uh, honor uh, in honor for my nigga. And I'm like, bro, I slept on this? It's not even that you like, slept on it, bro. It's just so just much music that gross. comes out these days. And niggas still got lives around that. So and that, you can't blame yourself for, you know what I'm saying, not right. listening to some dope shit 152 times. Because I felt, you know, I honestly felt the same way for a little bit. Like, yeah, so, you know, I listened to it once. It stays on my list. You know what I'm saying? If I happen to scroll back past it, I'm going to listen to it again. But, like, there's so much music that comes right. out of they like when Kanye dropped graduation and you could listen to that bitch 20 motherfucking times without time. having to want a fiend to listen to something yeah. else because something else dropped like you was able to have your yeah. fix versus now you gotta listen to nipsey and you gotta listen to meek and you gotta listen to roddy rich and then you gotta listen to jay-z featuring jay electronica and then you gotta right, listen to little uzi right then like, you gotta have <laughs> then you gotta have your ear and then you gotta the talk to two niggas on a podcast twice a week like <laughs> It's too, it's too much. much. It's too much. No, but it's funny, but you're right, though. Like, it's a lot of shit we intake on a daily yeah. basis. So it, right, it, it is harder for shit to stick to your ribs. When and it, and it honestly do make you feel, I think when you come from our era of music listeners, it do kind of make you feel like, damn, well, who the fuck is my favorite artist? You know what I'm saying? You kind of have to have that person that you brought with you into today. Because it's impossible to really gain, you know, outside of like Boogie for me and you, cat. You know what I'm saying? It's not too many niggas that's going to stick to you that you're going to be like, no, I'm checking for everything this nigga drops. I want to listen to all of his. Al- yeah, yeah I'm, and I'm, I'm, and I'm going around. to, when I hear his album once, I'm going to immediately listen to it twice. And I'm going to listen to it the next day versus, right. you know, for lack of better terms, when Nipsey dropped, I'm going to listen to you once and I'm going to move on to the rest of the shit that dropped or, you know, some old shit that I brought with me that I want to listen to before I make it back to Nipsey. And, you know, for some people, Mac in your case, it might have just been after, you know, shit happened to him and like i said it makes you feel horrible like damn i i slept on yeah because a lot of shit you know didn't drop saying? that year i ain't gonna i ain't gonna front yeah yeah, yeah like i said it just make you feel bad because it's like damn i really do fuck with nip but you know what i'm saying because that the, the way that real music lovers appreciate music that's your way to appreciate your artists is by listening to it a lot so when you feel like you didn't listen to it a lot you feel like yeah. you let your artists down and now you feel like you fronting because you wouldn't listen to it had the nigga died and it's like well that ain't necessarily the case but it's a lot of niggas out there like that for sure because Bro, I feel exactly what you're saying too, but like, yeah, like because I was banging Crenshaw. I think I still think Crenshaw is For one sure. of his most fire production, like I mean projects, and like back in that uh, Nipsey Hustle, Dom Kennedy era, like. Bro, that shit was fire. And then I that's just so kind funny, of fought, cat. Fell off you just stumbled you know, upon you that mailbox get... money in your joint the other day. I didn't even realize, like, bro, when me and him was doing testing on the computer. And I had to, you know, create a dipped in butter file folder and all of that shit. I saw, I was like, oh, shit, I got mailbox money in here. I remember stealing that. And I tried to tell Kat that I listened to it again, like, five <laughs> years after it came. And I'm like, yo, mailbox money is for lame. Yeah, I still got that. Bro, most of his music, like, it's so, it, like, it's so good, bro. And I was like, damn, man. Like, I should have honed in on this a little bit more. But, it, like you said, bro, it's Way just too much. much music, bro. For sure. For sure. And uh keeping with the too much music shit, uh, did anybody get a chance to listen to Party Next Door's album while all that music was coming out? I fuck with the party album. Um I listened to it. 
I listened to it that you know the first of course like I just said you listen to it the first day that it drops um and I I don't I don't think I made it all the way through um because then of course I started listening to the J, JBP and they got to talking about that savage anthem so I had to jump <laughs> there cuz I hadn't made it there yet um so I went there and then I went back and I listened to the rest of the album um and I do enjoy it maybe minus two or three songs um but I I definitely like it I'm not going to round Mac up and say what I said earlier um uh, that I like it better than What'd the weekend's album, but <laughs> I don't think that's gonna rob me. All right, though. Nah, it's not did you ever get around to the weekend album yet? Uh, I skimmed it, bro. Like, uh, I can't. It's a scary. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know if I'm in, uh, right there in my I life. I mean, you right said that. Well, that's that's consistent. Consistent. No, that's like, totally fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I, I do want to kind of jump in there though, and uh, not just to make the podcast spicy, but I think it will make the podcast <laughs> a little spicy. I listen. I listened to the whole weekend. I listened to eighty five percent of the party next door. That party next door album is oh wow news fest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you when you told me about it on the on the pre production on the topic list, like yeah, bro, I want to talk about the party next door. How it's better than the weekend album. I kind of giggled to myself. Yes, like, it oh, is. No, it <laughs> you didn't even you did. Bro, I love how Cat is becoming a weekend fan. A, he ain't I'm no weekend fan. Shit, right? like, don't bro, let him fool no. you. <laughs> no, bro. I don't want you to get too excited. He will shoot you down. I don't, I don't know, but you might got to ask my wife different, bro, because I'll be around know, the house. I'll be around the house uh, going crazy. I'm making beer swallow. I'm making beer swallow. I'm making beer swallow. Bro, I'm kind of in the weekend. Bro, don't get the words. They make the words, but I know what you're talking about. You know you got to start off singing them wrong, bro. But, okay, so let me tell you my experience with the Party Next Door album. I put it on first thing early Friday morning because I was excited for it. I really do love how Joe Budden and them talk him up. When they play snippets of his, I always enjoy them. But I have never, ever, ever rock me neither to a party next door me album. neither kind of like i had never rocked to a weekend album so i was excited like okay this might be my introduction to party next door this might be where i become a real fan because i can be on at ground zero with this album i put it on i was walking to work like i normally do and that's the perfect time for me for new music because my mind is clear i got a good crisp walk in the morning i'm chilling i'm focused on the music i listened to the first song the second song the third song the fourth song started, and I was like, I got to turn this shit off, bro. I'm about to fall asleep standing up. Like, <laughs> the first few songs, well, the first few songs bore the fuck out of me. And then did. Later on that weekend, me and my wife had set up a date night. Like, our date nights recently have been consistent of a bottle of wine. You know, we chill in our room. Nice. We throw some That's music cool. on. Like, we even been getting it on phones and looking up different little date games we can play and you know, a little yeah, keep it fresh. Though, That's hard. It's been fire. We've been having an amazing time. Shout out to my wife. I love you. It's been dope. But we put on the Party Next Door album, and it was even whack for that. Bro, three like, songs yeah. into that, I was like, babe, I'm turning bro, this, turn this off. Bro, this shit making my dick soft. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, bro. Now, I am going to try it again, because maybe I'm listening to it in all the wrong settings. But Wes, I have not been Yeah, nah, it. I think you're bugging. You got catching in a different setting, bro. That shit fire. Cause I'm looking at number three right now. I'm the news, the news came out before the album came out. And I like the news before the album came out. I really like it on the album. So maybe he's this, one of them artists I gotta understand. Telling the story. I need to Wait. understand weekend first too. Is there is it? But there are songs that you can tell like Drake got some of his influence from him. Absolutely. Right. 
Absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah, you know yeah, work nah, was a so party wait, song. So, yeah, I ain't gonna lie about that for sure. How y'all feel about that? Uh, and I'm not just saying with their them two. I'm just saying like oh, overall in general, like um, just people using other people's sounds and, and, songs shit, like, and shit. I don't yeah. feel no ways, bro. Like I and, and I kind of grew up that way. I've been like that since the '90s. Like you know, what I'm saying uh. When when I was in a rap group with my cousins, and this is just to kind of give you some background of how I am. When I was in a rap group like with my cousins, and we was all trying to rap like Wu Tang, I was trying to get a a, a record deal mm. with Puff Daddy and Bad Boy because I was best ass sound nigga. like them niggas that sounded like everybody else. Yeah, like bro, I never had a problem because my thing has always been, and I've been a big advocate of. I don't care if you father the style, just be good at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. As long as you dope at it. Because it's a lot of niggas that father the style that didn't do it better than the nigga that did it best. Like Snoop Dogg is one of the fucking greatest rappers and personalities in hip hop ever. Snoop Dogg is a fucking Wait. West Coast slip, Slick Rick. But no, I don't give a Wait. fuck about Slick Rick. Now nah, he's not Bro. a dope rapper. He's a great person. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay. Let me let me be clear. Okay. I, I already knew what you was waiting. He's not a great rapper. He's got one of the <laughs> greatest rap albums, and he's one of the greatest rap personalities. But mm. niggas do kind of look at Snoop Dogg as one of the, you know, one of the figureheads of hip-hop, one of the st- elder statesmen of hip-hop. But Snoop Dogg is just a West Coast slick Rick, but niggas don't yeah. give a fuck about Snick, Slick Rick. Niggas give, about, give a fuck about Snoop. You don't think Snoop. so? Not you don't to think the, people give a fuck about not nah. to the extent of Snoop Dogg. They do care. I, maybe don't give a fuck as too hard. Well, but nah, they don't care like but they I care mean, about Snoop. Man, uh, niggas don't care about a lot of rappers as much as they care about Snoop. Snoop That's is true. one of them ones that do a bunch of dumb he get shit. Away with don't a nobody, lot of shit. And, and don't nobody bats an eye, bro. Like yeah. I don't know why. Why do some rappers get that immunity, bro? Like I be feeling like that shit is weird. Like it's it's is it? I think it's a success. It's a it's a bullshit burrito wrapped in nostalgia, bro. That's what mm. it is. Like it's a bullshit burrito wrapped in nostalgia. Like we give so much a fuck about Snoop Dogg because Doggy Style was so instrumental to a lot of our growing up and a lot of what we still listen to as music today. Like. And, and no disrespect, but we don't get no victory lap without doggy style. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it just is what it is. Now, I'm not one of them niggas that's like, okay, well, we got to keep kissing Snoop's feet just because he made doggy style, but it is that important. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just one of them things that's that important. So he does continue to kind of ride off of a hall pass from making that shit. Like, he has for one album? Up. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's right. That's just the way niggas look at Snoop. Like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not saying I agree with it. But that's how niggas treat Snoop, bro. Like, he just can't do no wrong. And he has done plenty of wrong. I think that's what... I think the fans make kind of, like, put a bitter, put a bitter taste in my mouth, bro. Because he just Snoop. be like... Just, yeah, and I'm just saying rappers and period. Like, like it... I, I just think it's annoying when people just ignore... Like, they'll blatantly call a nigga out or a young nigga out for these certain things, but rap legends do goofy shit all the time and... It just be like, oh, it's okay. It's them. But there's some really goofy rap there, legends, bro. There's, there's some there, real still hot. Like, I think uh, Trent really? is a really goofy rap legend, bro. Why you think Trent that about Trent? Goof, nigga. Bro, okay, so have you ever seen him no. on that uh, Growing Up Hip Hop show? Yeah. He's a goof. I watch it. Uh, he believes everything he reads on the internet. Like, you can make a phone a, a meme, up, oh, meme up in your yeah. phone right now about a nigga that ain't even true, and if Tretz gets it, he'll just believe it, no matter how ridiculous it is. Like he's just a 
He's a weird old man trying to be cool still when he needs to just learn how to age correctly. Like, niggas need to really sit down and take a look at Scarface and see how to become an old man in hip-hop, bro. Hey, I, bro, Scarface has, he is like the, I don't know, he's just a cool old nigga in hip-hop. And Bun. And I feel Bun, like Bun's doing, Scarface, I feel like Bun Bun's D, doing it. Willie D. Uh, there's a lot of these older, uh, E-40. Like, there's a lot of yeah, these niggas E-40. that can really show you how to like, bro, it's it's possible to be in your 50s and be in hip-hop and still active and not be weird, bro. Like, you don't gotta be weird. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, how do you feel about... Okay. So, I seen that G... I, I don't know exactly what he said, because I don't I don't like to watch too many interviews. I feel like it's a waste of time. But, like, I, I watch some. But, like, I, they said Jeezy was... Jeezy has said something about, like, not like like I don't know. It was just like he was like scared or something. Like I don't know. I, I was about to say, are we talking? Are we talking about whack <laughs> albums? Jeezy dropped the whack one, but next, yeah. Oh, Diddy, all that EP was whack. But Jeezy been whack for some years, but, bro. We've talked about that. Jeezy been in fucking autopilot for about man, that nigga need to crash the plane, now, bro. If not more. Yeah, but I just get out the plan. but he had said something that was like like we need to like like oh I'm I'm I don't know man I'll come back to y'all next yeah, week yeah. bro I'm sorry I nah, if you got that it, up but like nah if you remember it shoot it through bro but yeah it, it, it's, I'm just it's thinking on the basis not fuck shit up. like you come in this shit hard I'm just thinking in the, okay let me clean this shit up these rappers come in the in, in the rap game hard and talking about smoking niggas and fucking selling this crack and doing all this crazy shit. And then a couple years in, bro, they want to be like, well, um, we need to uh, praise Muhammad Allah. And like, it's just like, and they change up and it's just like, or they'd be like, uh, it's not even like stop violence. Cause I'm, I, I'm, I'm pro that. But it just like it, it just gets we all like and they'd be like pro black and they be shaming other people that do certain things in the rap game and it's just like bro well just a few years ago you was talking about killing other niggas like yeah what are you talking about so like, like am I making any sense nah, I, like I my bad saying, like it, it 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 sends confusing signals is what you're saying and yeah like I, although we all want to sit here and be very clear about how we do promote niggas growing up and changing their lives and doing the right shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I don't think you're trying to say that you don't think people should change. However, yeah. you do need to be cognizant to the previous message you was putting out there and profiting from. I think that's right. what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, to tear somebody else down. Like, right, I feel like right, they, right. they get to a certain a certain point. Because it is. And then they tear other niggas down. Because and people, don't, like, people don't recognize that it is a luxury to be able to have hindsight, to be able to make it out of your situation and look back and say that was a mistake. That's a luxury. Not everybody makes it out of their situation to be, be able to better themselves and then turn back around and say those were mistakes. Because some niggas get trapped in that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So I do think there's a certain level of disrespect and uh, thoughtlessness that comes with, okay, now that I'm successful, I've made a way for myself, I've made millions, and now I'm a changed person, so now let me turn my nose up at everybody that's still doing what I used to do. Well, wait a minute, yeah, bro. Like, yes, some, yes. Niggas, some niggas don't have all the options you have. Some niggas don't have all... 
access to the information you have. So some niggas ain't able to change yet. So you probably need to be careful how you're going about trying to change people and how you're turning your nose up at people, I think. Right. And I know I sound counterproductive to like other like statements I've said, bro, but I I like people like just be true to yourself. And I feel like that's if you've if you came to the light and now you're enlightened and now you know that all that shit you was doing was dumb, don't bash this nigga over here for doing dumb shit. It may not be the same dumb shit you was doing. But just how that paid, like right, kind of be I mean, a little you, bit more understandable that people right like make dumb decisions, right? Yeah. And I just feel like you should just come from. I just like humble, like a humbleness. I feel like people aren't even humble when they see the light. It's yeah. like they become and they they become enlightened and get to another level and then forget, like you said, like they forget that that dumb shit they was doing. It was like, bro, I've always been here. Like y'all, what y'all niggas is doing is crazy. Like. Instead of just being like, bro, I was there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was there. You know what I'm saying? No, I, like, feel I was you. there. I feel you. We should just do it this way. Like, instead of a. Uh... Because I feel like Snoop be like, he be going hard at niggas and young niggas and the decisions they be making. And I'd be like, bro, like, who, who are you really to be telling what people should be doing? Like, like you was talking about, like, I don't know. Right. We can... No, no, I feel you. So. Keep, keeping with what you were saying, speaking of mistakes, bro, I, I think it's time for the double dip segment of the show. It's, yes. Uh, it's, it's time to double dip, bro. Uh, speaking of mistakes, <laughs> did, did y'all saw a picture of... Because uh... <laughs> I know where you're going. You're bro, an you asshole, man. That's I'm fucked up. That's fucked up, though. That's fucked up. All right, go about? ahead, man. Host the show. No, I'm just trying to host the show. Okay, uh, y'all saw did. the picture of Drake and his family, right? <laughs> so what I kind of want to know. I feel like okay, Mac so, needs to see this. So Drake finally, nah. <laughs> Drake finally Holy posted shit. a picture. Mac, you haven't seen of this? Him, his baby's mom. I Can we? Okay, Drake posted a picture. I think we can. Drake posted. I'm scared to fuck up this. No, nah, you need it. I got you, bro. Drake posted a picture of uh, him, his baby's mom, and his baby. And I thought it was interesting, if nothing else, for the fact that you can see on everybody's face and everybody's face As looks fuck. real particular, bro. Like, real particular. Right. And it brought up a bunch of questions. Right now, now, we ain't got to talk about Drake. Yeah, yeah. We ain't got to talk about Jake, Drake. Can I get... I Go ahead. We ain't got to talk about Drake in specific, but I do want to talk about some related topics and ask y'all how y'all feel about some topics uh, in regards... To Drake and his newfound, I don't know what do you want to call it. Precious yeah, and his love your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, first off, let me ask y'all, bro. If y'all was in Drake's shoes, and let me start with you, Wes. If you was in Drake's shoes with this, and you had this baby by this chick, in why situation... does he look? <laughs> we're we're going to get to that, Mac. We're going to get to that. Why does he look like? We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. And y'all want me, Mac, bro. We're going to get to that. To be Hold a Drake on. fan so bad again. Well, look, you and don't have just to. Does... You don't have to. Okay. But, but, well, let's talk. Yeah, about yeah. It. Let, let's one step at a time. Let's talk about how would y'all feel if y'all in his shoes and y'all had a baby with a chick mm-hmm. that y'all ain't necessarily the fondest of, and this is a situation you ain't the fondest of. Speak to that for me, real quick. Either y'all. I mean. The baby's here and you got it in your arms now. You, you, I Matt, mean, they only met point, two times. Two times. 
<laughs> I'm talking about the, the, He's the only mom. Met his I was talking about March 4th. No, nah, the, the mom, the mom. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 he took the cool out my joke, nigga. It's all right. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Well, well, he already my said bad. he already said he don't fuck with Drake like that, so he would not have gotten the reference. But I mean, not only recent that, but, Drake. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, but w- would y'all try to work it out with the baby's mom, even though you don't have no pre-established relationship with her? I would co-parent. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would look like this with the baby in my <laughs> yeah, ass. He looks wild. He looked he like looked somebody crazy, caught man. him in that picture he instead of him crazy. taking now, that picture. To to be fair, to be fair, I do feel like the photographer probably went through <laughs> 100 snapshots to find this perfect one. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he posted other, this though. That's what I thought. This ain't just Mac, I this ain't just too. a pulp picture that kind of got like Mac, I said that too. Like, I was like, well, wait a minute, bro. The photographer probably set it up, set him up, and then I was like. But wait a minute, nigga, you posted it. He posted it. this. Right. Like, right. like, like, I can see if it was like a, a like a fucking, uh, what are the motherfuckers? A TMZ picture. Right. And, and they just caught you at a fucked up moment. Yeah. Bro, he looks, posted he this. looks completely uncomfortable and not with it. The child and sad looks, and upset. The child like, looks completely confused. And the mom looks like she just hit the low. Oh, she's definitely, she knew that was going yeah. to be there. She like dressed up for that. Bro, yeah, that picture looked nutty to me, bro. It looked nutty to me. And again, yes, I listen to Drake. Yes, he's one of my favorite rappers. But I'm man, not that shit does look crazy. That picture ain't nutty, bro. That picture that's is nutty, nigga. But like, honestly, I'm bro, I'm a, nuts, bro. I'm gonna like, say, I, I'm gonna say, I who would have thought Drake's kid? Because I like would have looked. Huh? Go ahead, my bad. I'm just gonna say it. I would have never. I would have never. And the only <laughs> thing I'm gonna say this too, because I said it already to my girl, and fuck it, I'll stand on it. He better be lucky. That his dad is Drake and his swag is going to be like on a whole different level. That, however, he turns out is not going to yeah, be like that, he already that, got. That they'll they'll turn under, it into an exotic look. That kid in different circumstances, that kid under different circumstances is definitely getting Absolutely. turned upside down and shooken for his change. And that's not trying to disrespect <laughs> the kid. We're just speaking to the facts of social reality. Is all I'm saying. I'm not here to be mean, bro. I'm just telling y'all the dipped way, bro. I'll just, and, and, and this was another bro. Question. Y'all think? Y'all think? Can I ask a question? Please, please, please. Y'all think he would have made that face if he? All was right, man. That's your that's your star go to. We know he loved him and, some Riri. And when you said that, I was gonna say if you said when you said when you said that four <laughs> yeah. episodes ago, I agree with you. Then I still agree with you. Yes, bro. He'd have been smiling ear to ear, bro. Drake the kind of nigga that would have had a new haircut, bro. He'd have True. had a new hairstyle. For the first pictures with Rihanna's baby, come on, we bro. know that. But I still, I, I'm gonna keep the same energy I had on that episode. All three of us would have the different, uh, different energy if we was Drake in that situation with Rihanna. As yeah, it's Rihanna. It's different. It's it is Rihanna. Too. Yeah, bro. But bro, my, but if my I got my child in my hand, I'm not gonna. Yeah, be that's what I say. He, de- he definitely, is, he definitely <laughs> looked like he got caught off guard. That like he looked over face. and the nigga was like, "Let me take your picture," and she started smiling immediately, and he was just like. Okay, right. <laughs> he was like, Urgh. that nigga looked like he got a stomach. And, but ache. you posted it. Yeah, he like, did. Po- I don't I understand even... why he posted it. That's still and confusing. I'm sure you're not media stupid. But I ain't gonna you keep... know what that picture but Matt, looks like. Let's keep like... it funky, bro. Like, if my wife had a baby with Rihanna, she right. would be smiling ear to ear, bro. Like, who wouldn't? Like, who wouldn't? <laughs> that's true. I can't keep yeah, saying yeah, that, yeah, bro. bro. That's that, 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 I think that's a universal yes. Like, but here, here's my question, and it might come off a little nasty. But this isn't referring to Drake. This is, but that's not the child's fault, though. No, that's not what at all. I'm saying. And that's what I was. I, 
This is not referring to Drake. This is an in general question, and I want to get all of y'all to weigh in on this. Uh, is art is a parent allowed to think their child is not dope? Ooh. Like, if your baby comes into this world, whether you get along with the mom or not, bro, you can be in a relationship with the mom, and you and the mom are fine. Not when they but that are you young. allowed to not think your child is dope? Nah, not when they that young. So like, I don't think if they get older and they're like seventeen, you can be like, bro, my child. And you start, young. and they start getting on your nerves, and they like you start noticing, like, damn, this little nigga don't really fuck with me, like, mm-hmm. and y'all don't have a, I, I guess I would hate that for you, but like, but like to be that young and just look at them already and not like them, right. that sucks, nigga, for the child, bro. And I know there's parents out there that do that. Like that's weak, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely feel like there's uh, parents out there that have certain children, especially. I don't want to be bad on women here, but I do feel like there's cases of single moms out there that might have babies by two or three different dads and pick certain babies that they don't fuck right. with. Like I've heard of it before. I've heard it out of the grown version of that child's mouth. Like, look. My mom really ain't fuck with me. She fucked with my brother because she liked his dad. She didn't like my dad, and that kind of that rubbed off on me. Like that's a real thing Bro, that, that happens. You know what I'm saying? That is true hurt, nigga. Yeah, that's true hurt. You you want to scar a nigga for life and have a nigga out here? There it is. That's a good way to start right there, bro. There it is, bro. Because it, I don't know. That's a different type of hurt too. Like I know a lot of people be like the ones that ain't there. Like they be like fuck them, but it's just like. You can just say fuck them for real. Like you can you can detach yourself from them. Yeah. Dealing with somebody that you don't think that like you, bro. Like dealing with a parent that don't think they like you, and you gotta like. And this is who's feeding you, and this is who like is taking care of you, and you have to be in that situation. That's a different level of hurt, bro. That's rough. That's a different bro. level of hurt. How you feel about that, Wes? Like, uh, you know, just at any parents feeling like they child ain't dope or um, picking favorites per se or I think you know just not being thorough as a parent when it comes to just being accepted and, I think and, um and loving for your child I think I agree with Mac for the most part I think you know when the kids are that young you can't really um make that determination but also um on the reverse side I've heard of shit like you've talked about cat as far as you know people saying you know my you know i had a different father you know my mom ain't really fooled with my dad so you know we kind of got neglected or you know put on the back burner you could tell that my sister was the favorite um x y and z but um i think i go back to agreeing with mac in the sense of you know once once a you know child becomes who they gonna be you know what i'm saying at at the end of the day they are still people and i kind of feel the same way about parents cat and maybe you can attest to that um you know, I, I got a theory, you know, your parents was the, the person who they were before they ever thought about having a child. So, you know, whether your person was a fucked up individual, did right. backstabbing shit, that didn't change just because you became their child. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> right, you get to a certain point where yeah, you got to nah, recognize some shit about, you know, your parents or the adults that you grew up under, the people around you. It's like, I don't really fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you just got to move accordingly. So, yeah. you know, as, as an adult, you can make any question. But, you know, like you say, when it comes to the kids, especially that young, you can't really make no decision like that. That's fucked up on, on the adult behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me jump out there and be clear, because I feel like sometimes as kind of like the driver's <laughs> seat of the show, I ask some nasty questions that might make the audience think I don't fuck with my... I'm not saying that question because I don't fuck with my kids. I love both of my kids 
equally in in all abundance. I love them. They're in my heart. I'd do anything for them. I just think it's interesting and I think it's valid to ask that question because there are a lot of different colorful situations out here in the world. And all that's gotta that's be sick, bro. Like how how deep do you think the rest of the world? Do you even think niggas are thinking like how we thinking as far as like do you feel like Drake is like proud of his baby? Like <laughs> I think niggas are bro like I, I don't think we're a special case of people that can look at that. I mean, photo I think. I mean, but we see three we, different faces. We had this conversation like before the photo. Some, there's a story here. Yeah, it does. yeah, yeah. And the and the photo just says a lot. And I've always said, yeah. I've always said that Drake's self awareness is his superpower. So I think he knows <laughs> what that photo says, bro. You that's think what I'm saying. Funny? That just like I think he that, saw that picture and was like, "That's exactly um, how I feel." Possibly because he did right? drop the line about his baby mom and in that Chicago freestyle, didn't he? That he bro. wasn't, you know, that for, he like play as fuck up. Bro. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, he basically play as fuck up. It was a fluke. Yeah, I, I think he it, there, and we know that Drake is one of the most underhand, you know, schemy kind of niggas in the game. So I could tell her she looks foolish, that, knowing what it looks like. And posting it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I could totally see him being on that, bro. So, I'm, but don't, but let me, don't Drake complain about his father, bro. I was gonna get to that too. So, I was gonna get so, to that too. So, to, so to like, like, I hope, I like, but this is all the, speculation. The, and the psychiatrist would like, say a lot of times you behind what you hate too. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying but I, I, this is all speculation. shit. I'm hoping he's he's in the life of his kid, bro, but. It's like, bro, uh, that just stinks, bro. <laughs> like that, that's just gonna be a weird life. Like it's gonna be weird. It's definitely gonna be it's weird. Gonna, I, think. I mean, well, it's gonna be coming. Uh, that's just gonna be weird. Yeah, because uh, like, imagine watching your dad grow. Uh, imagine watching your dad growing up as like literally the number one pop star in the world. Look like that. Your family photos look like that. Like I get to watch him on screen having the time of his life. Smiling and laughing when he sees Jay Z or you know uh, playing shooting. He's pool not with even smiling. You see no then he in the picture with me, and then he just looks like, yeah, but he looks yeah. like the nigga just told him we not going to Disney World this year. Like, but but you know what though? I don't. But I I just like there's a lot of niggas out there with like regular. There's a lot of rap niggas out there with regular ass baby mamas, bro. Like. And they fuck with they like it seemed like they at that's, least like their kid even if they ain't there that much. That's like, so random. That's so like, random of him too, bro. It's not like even baby's birthday. Him. It's not like the anniversary of March fourth for nothing, bro. Like, <laughs> and, and, and to he be just fair, attention. Do y'all think fair, he did it for attention? Well, hold on. To be fair, we don't know that he don't fuck with the kid. I, I can not, guarantee he, he don't fuck, fuck with, with mom, but he fuck with the kid. Like I don't think he that type of dude. True. Yeah, he might he might fuck with the kid and he might just really hate the situation. So that's a possibility. Now, do I think that's the possibility? But let's just make sure we get that covered that that could be the possibility. Yeah, I don't want to be gross and yeah, just yeah. assume not that, that he don't fuck with his kid, bro. Right, yeah, right, right. We're not the messy podcast but, talking shit. But I'm not going to be standing there with my child, bro, and there's already speculation of me being a deadbeat <laughs> and a freestyle out there. That everybody knows, right. and I'm just standing there. Like, Mac, do you think? Yeah, Pusha T was right, guys. But see, like, you know what I think is a little bit funny though. Like I know my nigga. When I say I know my nigga, I feel like I know you well enough, Mac, to know that 
Okay, let's just zap you into Drake's shoes, right? I do think it's entirely possible for you to be thinking about some heavy shit in the moment, even some heavy shit regarding your current family. Bro. And the yeah, camera snap and catch you. Bro, and I'm not posting yeah, it, though. Right, you're not posting I'm not it. You're posting not posting it. it. You're right. if it that makes it so TMZ, different. Like, I want to keep talking right, about bro. it, but you're right. Every time that, you say, but he posted it. You're like, yeah, yeah. He did post like if that would have came out, bro. Of that, that picture looks like it inspired yeah, the line, Niggas caught me slipping once. Ahead. Okay, so what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does, bro. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. Pray, it does, prayers bro. up for Drake and the baby mom and the baby. But like I said, bro, if it came out on TMZ, bro, or something, I'd have been like, oh, they probably just caught him at a fucked up. Oh, moment. well, if they it comes out to... on TMZ, you got to right. make a whole stink about it. Like, oh, they trying to ruin me, nigga. Like, you got to fake like you had nothing to do with it. Like, oh, look what they're doing to my family. But he posted. But even it, if it, I mean, it could have been that situation. Like, Damn man, like I was looking a certain way and they yeah. caught me and now they're trying to say that I don't Can we uh but can we get away from bashing the young fresh prince? Please, please. Uh yeah, so <laughs> I, I like it. Let, let's move on, bro, to briefly, extra brief. Let's talk briefly, really briefly about about the new about the new Fresh Prince. And the only reason I want to talk about this weak-ass, corny-ass Joyner Lucas video, and I want to talk about this so briefly, bro. I don't want to spend no time on this, bro. But I do yes, find do. it... Yes, you <laughs> Bro, you would... No, Mac. I'm bro, mad you about could, this. Bro, you could have sat on this podcast Mac, I'm mad and about him this, for an bro. hour and a half. Okay, so let, let, me, let me just get into it, bro. Joyner Lucas is weak-ass. Made a song in video. You, know, you see how I'm introducing it? Jordan Lucas this week ass made a song and video called Will Smith. Six. Where he raps about Will Smith for 16 minutes. And then he and then he reenacts almost every one of Will Smith's popular movies. Here's my problem with this, bro. <laughs> aside from the song being whack, aside from the video being corny, which they both are, but we don't need to, you don't need to hear this podcast to know that. You can just watch it for yourself and know that I, you are never going to listen to that again. Here's where it gets interesting. What's an interesting case study for me and Joyner Lucas as a human being, bro. What is Joyner Lucas's fixation with making songs about niggas, somebody else's perspective of life? Why we can't never learn nothing about you? Like, to me, that says a lot. When you're making all this money and you're this rapper that's supposed to be this talented with all this skill... And you don't know how and to, to that, fucking find anything and interesting to that, and enough to, about and to your that life point, bro. So I didn't think please, the beat was bad. Um, I didn't think the I'm talking about the beat. I didn't think it the was beat bad. was bad. He said that's bad too. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't think the beat too. was bad. No, um, I I get why he made the song because I felt like at the end of that last verse he kind of said that Will Smith was his inspiration, but that's what made the song corny. Like. He said that he wanted to be Will after he finished acting like Will in several of his movies. So two, two, yeah. We can so see two that, things that made me upset. One, I'll start with the video was um, a few of those Will Smith movies. He probably should have just chosen against. Um, he not 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 even. Why did he put Wild Wild West in there? If you were not Will even, fan, bro, you he did. First of all, bro. He did the he first bad boys, Smith but he looked like he had on a rock star <laughs> belt, and it looked like he had on some dirty ass pants, and he looked he looked terrible. Um, I don't think he should have done Pursuit of Happiness either, um, and I really really feel like he should have objected against Aladdin. Um, 
He did. He did the whole blue genie thing, <laughs> bro. It was hard, bro. <laughs> and then to see, I didn't even get that Please just please tell me that was CGI Will Smith in the end and not real Will Smith. Like, tell me. No, see, this is another thing that annoyed me about the whole thing, Wes. No, because he's never seen Will Smith, so it had no. to have been CGI. Well, how could you do CGI Will Smith saying, hey, ha-ha, that was dope, Big Willie? Like, no, nigga, like, bro, that whole shit corny. <laughs> I think, and, and he's dragging Will down with him because Will looks corny saying, hey, man, I just want to say what's up to who, what's this nigga's name again? Jornero Lucas. Right. Like, bro, we both know y'all met each other. Will we Smith, we know, know you okayed it. Right. Cut we the shit, bro. We all know that this got approved. Yeah, like, don't try to sell us this yeah, whole... Cut the yeah, shit. I was just right, sitting here thinking that. Yeah, bro. Like, both of y'all for this, bro. I'm gullible. Yeah, and, 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 and Mac had a good laugh about this while we were talking about it earlier this week when I was telling him I'm going to talk about this on the show because Mac knows Will Smith is one of my only two celebrity heroes in this world. So <laughs> the fact that this cornball did this corny shit and then he got Will to agree to this corny shit with him, I just was just thinking, <laughs> bro, you head, just like, jealous you ain't make it first, bro. Yeah, because, bro. You jealous you ain't make the Will Because if it's first, me bro. and I got Will Smith on a podcast, I got enough respect but like, for to make it lit, bro. Bro. Like, that, to me, makes the nigga, The nigga couldn't even redo the Miami song Will Smith did, or he didn't redo the dance scene for Men in Black, or... He didn't do getting jiggy with it. Like, what the fuck? Damn. I don't... What are you doing? I'm not mad at him for paying tri- tribute, but if I was that dude, I'm not putting that on my album. Yeah, it's, it's on his album for sure. Not, it's on his album. And, I can see that too. And, that would have been smarter. To, that would have been smarter. Who, who even, I don't give a fuck. And it's definitely six, is. six and a half to minutes, a bro. song dedicated to Will Smith while you getting drunk at the bar. Nah. Matt, Jada and, and Willow. Don't he named, yeah, he, he named dropped all of I that shit, I want a woman, bro. she ain't Jada. Like, that's just <laughs> awkward. That's awkward verdict. That's awkward verbiage, bro. Like, she ain't Jada. Like, bro. What? I want to see. Like, I want to see the paper that he wrote this rhyme on, bro. Because you know, it ain't nothing but a list of things that have to do with Will Smith, and then to the right. Bro, of the but page, all right. So, so peep this. I went a little even further, right? I turned on the niggas' bro, album because you... I was intrigued. I ain't even gonna front you, right? Yeah, there was there was there was also <laughs> another uh, very was plotted out voicemail <laughs> left by Chris Tucker in Chris Tucker voice. Um, basically, basically of the same vein, like. Come, come on, man! You gotta drop the album, man. You been, you been milking that album cover too long, man. Where the album at, man? Like, bro, they but they try they tried to make it sound like it was a real voicemail, and not they didn't call the nigga in to record. <laughs> Why do they think we booth. think like, that? It was disgusting, bro. Come on, he, it was like it was like he he <laughs> turned on, he turned his own like Chris Tucker like voice that. on. It was come disgusting. Come on, man! We waiting on that album, man. For sure. Oh no! Why so Chris Tucker was a caricature of himself. Oh, I would have just rather him. Yeah, it'd just be regular Chris Tucker, bro. Like, bro. But you know, Jordan Luke, Jordan Luke is probably insisted. Like, it bro, sound, yeah, bro. It, it sounded like a bad impersonation of Chris Tucker. It took me halfway through <laughs> to figure out it was Chris Tucker being Chris can Tucker. You, can you do it in Friday voice? <laughs> because Chris Tucker ain't that Chris Tucker no more, bro. He didn't even know who he's. He don't even know that voice anymore, bro. Bro, he don't act the same. He, that's why he don't do them uh, smoky movies, bro. Yeah, he didn't want to do. The they probably paid him a lot. 
His label probably paid him a lot to do that shit, bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So he probably paid a big che- a big think- check was cut for sure for that corny shit. Nobody wanted to do anything. Getting jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. So is that for- is that why you don't like him? Because it's forced. Because he's forced. Yeah, he's very. Forced. Yep. Is that the same nigga yep. that had that video? <laughs> every song, every, every song you think he did, every song he did he it. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So it's just him. Uh, I want to lie on him and say he made the thrift store song too, even though I know. I almost true. and I almost <laughs> just said that was a little dicky. But even that though was I Mac know Lamore. it's not true, I'm gonna say he made that too. Bro, remember, remember they gave <laughs> Macklemore the Grammy right, for the album on, of the. Oh, the bro, never mind, never mind. <laughs> and where is he? And where is he? Yeah, and he did. And he and, and he, he did out. And he got the fuck the out. The only of town. the only nigga they, from they South Dakota still ever. The Kendrick Lamar sympathy awards. I don't know, bro. That's what I called it South Dakota. Jesus. Ain't he from Seattle? See, look at that. Look at that, bro. So let's move no. on, bro. Let's talk about something actually interesting because none of that shit was interesting at all. No, no. So no. Uh, I want to ask y'all a question, bro. How do y'all feel? And this is completely left field. There's no smooth transition for this. I'm sorry, bro, but I'm you know I'm working hard this week. How y'all feel about lying to y'all's kids, like about Santa Claus, mythical figures, tooth fairies, shit like that? Mac, like when you have kids, are you going to do the tooth fairy thing, the Santa Claus thing, anything like that? Um, only if only if like my wife wants it, wants that shit. Like I'm not really into that, like. Nigga, you know, bro, these these gifts came from me, dog. Okay, yeah, uh, I think we spoke about that. They before. didn't come from Santa. Yeah, they didn't come from Santa. They came from me, bro. I want. The, it's not even about the. I want the. Yeah, I want the glory. I don't want. I don't <laughs> want you believing that some fat white dude gave you these gifts when I just busted my ass and now and now I'm about to be broke for like two months because of this situation. Like, nah, like. Nah, you gonna know that I gave you this shit. Um, like, yeah, so when it comes credit. to um, so I'll start with, I actually think, especially when it comes to the kids, I think the two fairy and the Easter bunny is all right. Because uh, I think those are kind of like novelty things. I think as you get older, you understand that those are not real. Um, I think you can really confuse a kid with the whole Santa Claus shit. So I'm definitely not going there. And um, also, you know, then like Max, I, not that I want the glory, <laughs> but like, nah, fam, I need you to understand this came from hard work. But also, um, I think it, you know, it kind of. To to catch something I know that will resonate exactly. with you, and I know that you know you paid attention to uh, during Royce's album the Allegory, how it starts off in that intro, you know where he has that recording of that dude that says, you know, if I if I celebrate Christmas, birthdays, and holidays with you all your life, and then at eighteen you got to go out here and get a job, what did I do? He said I failed you financially, and I just think that is what so fire, bro. That really you. might change how you know my outlook mm-hmm. from here on out, bro. That that. That's amazing that that stuck with you because you know what What's moment that? stuck with me and I said to myself almost every week in my head is when he's talking to his daughter and he said nobody uh, when he asked her yeah, who's coming fire. to save you and she says nobody fire. Woo, that shit gives me chills nigga but uh, kind of getting uh, you know that's a little tangent but I asked all that to ask y'all to set y'all up for the next question uh, Mac this is a hypothetical okay. for you Wes I want to know your real life situation how would and are y'all handling talking to y'all's kids about what's going on around them right now? Are y'all not talking to them about a, a coronavirus and the world could literally be almost ending around them? Or are y'all sitting them down and telling them what's going on around them? Are y'all trying to not address it? Like, how, how are y'all maneuvering that at home? So, Mac, um, how would you I mean, for my situation, the babies are kind of too young to understand any of that shit for real, for real. They're three and four, so 
Yeah, we we got Ditto. So I mean, she's fourteen. Right, you know, she you kinda, Ditto, you know, though. she she actually on the adults' asses. You know, probably more than we on each other for real. For real, she ain't with that going outside, touching shit, letting people touch you. You know what I'm saying? She's uh she's educated enough, and you know, she kind of comes. Her dad's kind of a I call it a con- conspiracy theorist, partially. So, you know, she she kind of well in tune with some of that shit. So it's not so bad. Okay. It it does it doesn't have to be such a serious moment in my house. Let me say it like okay. that. I think you know, uh-huh. like I say with the babies, we keeping them in the house, keeping them quarantined, so it don't got to be a thing where you got to tell them, hey, you can't do that because X, Y, and Z that they ain't gonna understand even if you do got to say that. So. Mm. I I would tell them if they if they smart enough to ask like yo uh, why are we why are we in the house why are we gotta sit in the house like I I would tell them mm-hmm. like I don't want no stupid kids like even if they I'm gonna tell them even whether they understand it or not mm-hmm. they fuck around and understand this shit and be like oh so I just there's germs is it, there's bad germs. let me ask you like, is, is there any part of you that would worry about uh, them being able to process it correctly, or maybe like the, that disturbing them a little bit much, or I mean, it's the world we live True. in. It's a disturbing time True. right now. Like they should be worried. I only like, okay. Well, my bad. Go ahead. Wouldn't can you, like like we was talking in the bonus shit. Like people who coming up to you and touching you. Like people still do that shit right yeah. now. And like I would want my kid to be like, no coronavirus. Like even if they don't know what it. Under- understand what it is like and they'll laugh and shit like it'll be funny but like yeah don't touch right, me but bro. still it's you're a, keeping them away you from should be taking time yeah yeah like this is this is this is uh you should be taking this seriously bro even if it's even if it blows over you should be yeah, taking sure, it seriously uh, sure and I, I think i only yeah. asked that specific question to you because my uh my son at an early age, I think he was like 12 or maybe now nah, he was younger because he was in elementary school, but uh, our apartment or our house had got broken into at the time. Right. So somebody broke into our house, stole a bunch of our shit. And I had to make a decision on what I was going to tell my son, if anything, was I going to tell him this happened at a young age or not? Because I can't just not tell him because our whole Xbox is missing and he's going to want to know where the Xbox went. You know what I'm saying? But I also thought, well, this is a young age for him, so I don't want him to be worried about some stranger busting in our house and could potentially hurt us, although that is a reality we live in. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it can be a little fragile for kids at that age. And we did end up telling him and sitting down and having that talk with him, but it did result in him going to school. (laughs) Like, I do remember, like, the next day he went to school and his teacher told him to do something, and I guess he had high stress over the situation. And he told his teacher, like, <laughs> I don't gotta do what you tell me to do because I'm a grown man now. Oh, my no. dad told me I need to be a big boy because people broke in my house. And like, like my <laughs> teacher freaked, like his teacher freaked out and called me and Donovan. We had to go up to the school and calm it down and shit. But my son freaked out a little bit. Now, past that situation, he did calm down, and I do still feel like it was the right thing to do. And we have sat down and had talks with my now. 16 year old son about coronavirus because he has his own circle of friends now and he's got friends around him that are worried and crying and sad and shit so i do think it's important for him to hear from his parents and the leaders of his household of how we feel about what's going on you know what i'm saying and the steps we're taking so i didn't want to leave it up to the influence of just his friends around him because who knows they could be freaking out and leading him to freak out you know what i'm saying so 
at that age, I did feel like it was 100% important that we get him up to speed and have real talks with him about, like, look, man, shit might not be all good by the end of this. The world might be different. It could be good. It could be bad. But right. we don't know right now. And that's a scary talk to have with your kids. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I... I was oh, that's crazy because I was on the other flip side of really? that cat. Like my dad, yeah, my dad's house got broken in too when I was a kid, okay. and like they kicked in his door. Like you could see the mud print still on the door. Like, like he told me straight what it was. Like, yeah, somebody like he he they they robbed us. Like, and in the mud, like I feel like he was so depressed and so like disappointed because he feel like somebody he, who he knew did it. Right. He left the mud print. Like, you can see the mud print on the door where somebody kicked it in. Like, kicked the motherfucker in, bro. And he left it there? And he just he just left it there. Like, it, it was there for, like, months, bro. And it was the weirdest thing. Mm. Like, you would just come to the door and there was just a big-ass mud print there. Like, And see, I think and that would like, be fair bro, to say that So you fixed you, right? the door. Right. You fixed the door and didn't clean the shit off? Like, mm. like I just thought that was weird. Like That might be something like, that stuck with know. him, bro. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just even going down there, like I'm, I'm putting it in my mind frame. Obviously, I don't know what your dad might have been thinking in that moment, but for me, that says to me, like, bro, if I go down there and take some Dawn dish soap and some hot water, True. And scrub that off, I'm doing one more thing for this nigga that fucked up my house, bro. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, cleaning up after like... this nigga, bro. Like that to me, like I can't again, I can't put myself in your dad's uh, headspace in that moment, but for me. I kind of feel it, bro. Like, I'm not cleaning that nigga's fucking boot print off, bro. Fuck that nigga. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It might have been a little bit some of that, bro. And, and I, I don't know. After that, like, that did kind of change me. Like, I had a... After he told me that, I had a, like... I was, like, five or six, too, bro. Like, I was young. Like, this was right after my parents got divorced. So, it was, like, fresh. I just remember having a certain alertness after that. Like, whoa, niggas is really, like... So when Popo be talking about I pop somebody that'll run up in this house, like he means that playing, shit. Right? Like, yeah, like I'm I'm just putting things together. And I think that I think that equipped me for life though. Yeah. Like I think you should be honest with your children. Like, yeah, it brings that fear in them. And you want them to live carefree, but you want them to live carefree, but you don't want them walking around like you in New Mexico. Too free. Either, yeah, bro. exactly. We was just talking yeah, about like, too free. Fear is a healthy thing, bro. You do need to have uh, have a healthy level of fear of the world, bro. I, I agree with you on that for sure. Yeah, bro. That that was a nasty situation though, because he had a nice crib. They took his TVs, all this nice shit, bro. He just left it after that, bro. He just stopped cleaning, bro. Like fuck this crib. Like <laughs> it make you feel different about your house. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you that, like bro. He, when our shit got broken into. It made me feel different about our career, bro. It did. Yeah, he had a different respect for it. Like he, he even starts. He stopped sleeping in his room. Like mm -hmm. it was just like different after that. Like and then when we got into another house, you could tell he was Facts. more comfortable yeah. and shit like that. But it's a violation. Yeah, nigga kicked my door one time really when I went home. I stayed up all the next man. night. Like it felt very. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was, and, and he didn't know I knew this, bro. He used to. We used to sleep on the couch, bro. Like no. No, it wasn't no neglect shit or nothing like that. It was just he he kept the gun under. I don't know. He was just paranoid. Yeah. He kept a gun under the under the couch he laid under. He made sure I was straight, but I think he had a certain level of paranoia after that. I could tell. Yeah, that shit changed my. Yeah, dad, it changes bro. you. It definitely changes yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah, now nah, I feel he, that. And as a man growing up, 
I understand, like, damn, now I see how why you, like, kind of just, like, damn, like, that shit would violate in your crib. Like, I've had my car broken into, so to get your crib kicked in, like, bro, cat, that shit probably feels gross, gross bro. bro. And it's happened to me on more than one occasion. So, both Ugh. times when it happened to me, it, it, they were very different, mm-hmm. and they felt like you just feel very violated like we moved out of that apartment when it happened shortly after that we moved out of our house not much after that you know what i'm saying like you just you don't feel safe anymore you don't feel at home Mm -hmm. anymore and in your home is where you need to feel the safest so if you don't feel comfortable anymore or safe anymore you're definitely starting to look at the walls different you start to look at them doors different and you kind of really even even if it's subconsciously you're looking for a way out because you don't feel like that's your nest anymore bro it changes you for right. real, for real, for real. And we, like, we would barely be there, too, for mm-hmm. real, after that. Yep, like, yep. You'd be we go finding excuses house, to like, be somewhere else, yep. We was doing that, too, yeah, other, we, over other people's house, staying late over. Like, bro, why are we over auntie's house so late now? Like, you just do that shit. You don't even be doing it yeah. consciously. You just don't be wanting to be there, bro. Like, it fucks you up. Yeah, he, he could tell he just did not want to be there. You could tell he barely was there, like. We was probably only there because I was there. Like, mm-hmm. it, like I don't know. But we can move yeah, on. Yeah, let's move on, bro. Like, I, I, I really hate to but have here that. here we are. <laughs> because we don't like to end on somber notes. But here That's we are. right. But, you know, there's always one surefire way to pick it back up. Creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know we got to give it to him this week, bro. We got to give it to him every week. Uh, So this week, bro, I want to talk about lingerie preferences bro like are y'all big Ooh. fans of lingerie does it matter Here. i know some niggas that's just all for the butt naked and trust me i'm for the butt naked I'm yes for the butt naked. i'm for the butt naked too but do y'all prefer the butt naked over lingerie man come on okay but you still like um, lingerie though right i mean really? like if it's like if it's there cool so you're like, taking I'm a leave it kind of behind that hey hey how dare you, bro? Me and your friendship is different forever now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How you on it, Mac, bro? Like, do you or do you got a preference one way or the other? Um, I said I love the butt naked. I love to fuck butt naked. We stripping, but if you do got a slutty outfit on, I am pulling the panties to the side and we gonna fuck. Like, I'm if fuck the pussy is outfit, what you bro. want, like, that shit. Why do it gotta be stuff on, in the way, bro. like? See, I, I um, respect your I respect your uh, question because it's just a it's just fun. I respect your like, angle, it's just fun. but that I'm with Mac. It's fun, bro. Like to me, it make the pussy better because he, here's here's my scientific answer for that. <laughs> if she got on the lingerie, right? Because she probably don't care whether she got it on or not. I don't know how women feel about that. We got to get a woman on the show to see if that matters to them or if that makes them more excitable putting it on. But for me. If I'm into it and I see that she got it on, it's going to make my brain go, oh, I'm about to take extra time with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to do <laughs> these, I'm about to give her these extra moves and I'm about to do this little thing where I pull a little shoulder off real slow with my teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, <laughs> those little quote unquote obstacles kind of gives you a bit more of a playful, boisterous Bro, undressing when it comes an, to un- Undressing another act. motherfucker you know is overrated, dog. Butt naked is down to business for me. It, it get yes, awkward, bro. I, I can't get your, bro, I can't get your shirt. Your arm, am, bro, ah, your head's I in the way. Am I hurting you? 
awkward. Now I have I have had lingerie that was like, awkward and in a way like and the, yeah, like and this is what I'm saying. Like gets those uh, those teddy bro. Like, like if you like, if oh, you like, start taking off article of clothing and the shit nightmare. gets awkward and you gotta <laughs> stop so she can finish it, it just ruined everything that you was trying to do. Yeah. It can definitely fuck up the rhythm. See, I I like lingerie. I like that slutty feel. Me like, too. I want to dress you up and make you look slutty. Let's act out you I being do. a slut. Right. Can you please pick you... up that spandex outfit that's two sizes too small for me and pass that? I don't, yeah, bro, I don't need lace. Yes, like, I don't need I lace rubbing up against the like bottom of my belly. Wants to be treated like a slut. <laughs> Oh yeah, I like that. I too. feel you. I like that. No, I want that. But I mean, even if, but but I, Wes, have you ever chilled with your chick and y'all in the what pregame, pre-game does not see, consist of me sucking titties? Like, I don't. Right, night, bro. She'll put on. The fuck are y'all Ooh. talking about? <laughs> but I'm saying, but I don't you know how you just chilling. Why? With, you know how you just chilling with your chick, bro. I still have her chill. chill in I still my got my. Ride. I mean, that I hear what you said, but I still got my eye on the prize. Wes, like I'm trying. We can we can finish what we're doing here so I can get to that. Like. <laughs> so this kind of leads me this kind of leads me down to another question right. of your psyche though Wes and forgive me as a homie asking another homie this but it is creepy combo segment so it does make me have to ask some weird shit but, I don't even, I don't so even know that what that mean, means like, you're not really into the teasing shit because it sounds like you ain't into it like it sounds like that's kind of like the whole like I don't know if you and your girl is being sexually active and, and Mac you can answer this too if you and your girl is being sexually active and as an agreed upon part of the sexual activities she's kind of like pushing you off of her a little bit just nah, as a fun game. Hell like nah. you ain't into that like the tease aspect of fucking and foreplay Mac you fuck with that right um, now we ain't saying an abundance of it no nigga wants a lot of it like okay you can push me off a little bit. Nah, that's, that's gonna it. make me fuck you a little harder. But I'm only gonna give you like two to three pushes. Like I'm just going. I'm a, I'm gonna go all the way gross with you. Only if she's into that, like four. Yeah, right, like, right. That's, there that's there are girls into that, like, sure. like no, right. like no stop. Yeah, like, yeah that's not that's right. not my thing because I think that. in real life, like even but you know, if that if it wasn't a conversation, if it wasn't an agreed upon thing, and you know, a chick thought that was cute, like you, as soon as you do that to me, that's a turn off for me. Like oh, like you gotta the the. I got I gotta know that you are feeling this in in the same type of level. You know what I'm saying? Before because if I if I get any indication like, oh, you're not oh, all right, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. But there is a way for them to do it with you knowing they don't mean get off me. Like, you know, so like say yeah. you got like you in a full-fledged missionary and you have already been stroking. And she's like, nah, that's, like that sounds that sounds like, like El Rape. trying to keep your dick out of her kind of deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. No, bro, that's fun, bro. <laughs> that's fun, bro. I don't care. I've bro. had I, I've had chicks request that. Like some <laughs> chicks are just into that. Yeah, like, some chicks I mean, into that. But I, I, you know, I'm not mad at you, you for not gross? getting into it though, because it is it is a dodgy. Like I guess that's, I guess that's walk, another thing so too, because you hear chicks weird, talk about how they be want to dominate dudes. Like I guess I never really have like a need to dominate a chick. Like I guess I just know that I'm that nigga and I'm the nigga. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm gonna act like the nigga. I don't need to. Flip, I don't need to flip you over without you being ready to be flipped over. No, flip the fuck over. Yeah, flip the fuck over so I can do what I need to do. Like, I don't... We don't need to play jungle games. Nah, man. 
That shit's fun. Wes is very. Nah, I'm Wes sorry. Wes is very down to business. I'm with Mac though, bro. Like I would. Mac. That shit's I like. Fun. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing. Like so that that all sounds. I mean, not no. Just, that's over, all. That all like, sounds oh, elementary, oh girl. You know yeah, what the like, fuck going on here. <laughs> now, I, I like your attitude about it. Although I'm with Mac, I do right. understand. Right. I mean, it's to each his own. I, I, I fuck with y'all for having that. Like, I'm, I, I, I'm partially but envious of niggas do, who like all that type of shit because I do yeah. not, bro. Yeah, like, no, I respect it. Yeah. Yeah, like, not like, <laughs> what? Like, I can see what you I want through that, but I got to get through that to get. But you, but you also want to take that off. Okay, this shit's getting What you got me fighting for it for? No, that shit's getting weird. <laughs> no, I, think, I, think I got traumatized, I bro. I had a girlfriend who I had to like, fight her to take her panties off in the outfit, bro. Like, and I said, I've never again. Yeah, bro. She used to tell man, that bitch she, told me one time I paid like, good oh. money for my panties. I said, like She so? wanted to fuck, but she wanted to keep them on. <laughs> well, I, did I well, not pay for I, I'm so thinking more a, of the latter, but 19 year old me didn't give like a fuck. That's what I'm 30, 30, 30 year old me understands, 19 year old me didn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, <he was> like, <laughs> yeah, bro. That, nah. Bro, that might have shaked you. Okay, yeah, now, now we get to the bottom like, of it. But I'm, bro, but I'm, bro, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, the butt booty naked. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's what I'm like. I'm, no, but I'm, I'm really in the same Like Cat has said, understand. Like I'm very, like I need to be able to access all of what I need. So like, if any of it is tucked away, it's not giving me the access that I need. Like. No, I love. No, no, no. No, so on I Christmas, love, bro, you hated a rap. Okay, so maybe, maybe we're unraveling <laughs> something here. If it's a chick that I don't know, know that might it. work the first five times. After I know what's in the box, fuck that rapping. Yeah, fuck that rapping. Okay. Just give me the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, we get to the bottom of this. This is like this, this nigga, bro. This nigga Matt got a gift for asking all the right questions, bro. This nigga's gifted, bro. <laughs> now that makes sense to me now. Still with Mac, but it makes sense, with bro. Me. It makes sense, bro. Bro, ain't no, I love a good slutty outfit. Yeah, dude. man. I love it. I love shopping for them shits too, bro. You ever had the pleasure of me shopping too. for them shit? Me too. It's fun. Oh, Jesus, fuck yeah. I love shopping for them shit. Bro, I I volunteer for that shit, bro. And I feel like when I when I go into those places, they can just see the creep smile in my <laughs> face. Like, oh, he's one of those <laughs> we're looking for today. Yeah, find, find me all your mediums. But I feel like I feel like those stores can go too far. Like, I'm just here for an outfit. Like, would you like imagine some, imagine some, what the upsell meeting sounds like? Yeah, like. <laughs> at least make sure when you get to the counter that you're providing them at least three different options of hot lube and back and back oils. <laughs> like my nigga, I don't didn't come here for back oils, bro. Right, I just came for this. Can I? Can I leave? Yeah, no, nah, I like... definitely love shopping for that lingerie shit. Sometimes I give it to my wife as a gift. At times when it's not really appropriate, and she ain't asking for it. Like, I mean, like, happy graduation, babe. I got you this. Uh, not for me. Yeah. Like, I know sometimes people are like, nigga, this is not for me. This is for you. Right. It's not even for yeah. me. You bought this for yourself. You self. Yeah. I swear. Like... I, bro, Mac, I swear I'll be low sometimes. I know I ain't low. She be on to my shit. I know it. I know it. I know it. Bro, bro but I tell them straight up, like, yeah, this is. 
this is for me, but like I'm right. gonna get you something. Right, else. but you're like, wearing it, so it's like both ours. You're just keeping it on your yeah. tits. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> bro, let's get the fuck out of here, bro. Before we podcast, yeah. death, man. Y'all, 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 y'all feel, y'all feel legit about this one, bro. Oh, that was yeah. Let's one, get out bro. of here, man. Uh, this has been a true blessing. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, my name is Cat CatandCrunch.com. Y'all can find me here, like we said, every Friday. Thanks for listening again. If y'all haven't already checked out the Extra Butter Show. Uh, right where y'all just found this show. Fuck with us, man. We really, really out here, bro. We really out here. One third of a different butter crew. Uh, this shit's fun, man. I'm glad y'all here. I'm glad to be doing this shit another week. Um, I appreciate all the <laughs> listeners. Appreciate right. y'all just right. being here. Like, why the fuck are y'all here? Here we are. And, here uh, last third of the program. We all here now. We just made it to another AKA week. Elmer Young. Um, before I give my handle, I do want to make sure that y'all go ahead and check out Extra Butter, um, that we provided that uh, additional content for y'all. It's been something in the works for a while now. Um, and also, shout out to our man, Dylan, our uh, resident white guy. You might uh, hear from Sorry. Dylan here in the future. Uh, but <laughs> Right. Mm. Yeah, we did. But to, but to wrap it up, my handle is uh, at forever. <laughs> right. We, we, we really had a blast on that show, man. We really had a blast on that show. Yes, sir. Oh, and and to keep with the shout outs a little bit, sure. man. Shout out to the homie Luis in the promotions department holding us down. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to if Luis. If any of y'all have not done so already that's listening to this, please give us a follow on Instagram, man. The Dipped in the program. program on the that? We don't even know for real. For that's how you know. Really over right? I'm so like, fucking out of touch. At. Man, let me double check. I think that it's program. It's the wrong at, place. Real. It's at the Dipped in Butter program. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'll finish the wrap-ups while he's double-checking that. Uh, like I always say, man, uh, please check up on your strong friends, man. Pray for your friends. Check up on your peoples. Make them phone calls. It's not good enough just to check their status online, man. Reach out to your people, bro. Make them phone calls. Make them connect. Those types of friends. Do that FaceTime. Even if they on the toilet, bro, sometimes a nigga might pick it up, bro. But yeah, yeah, I'm being funny, but for, real, for, for sure. Real, like and to uh, like double down, man, Cat was correct. Really it is dipping butter program, so make sure you throw the at in front of that on the yes. IG. No, 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 no. It's just dipped in butter program. Um, yeah. Is it the though, at or is it just dipped in program? Butter. Make sure y'all follow that. Um, never there doubt me. Trust me, I got so this. See y'all next week. Dipped in butter program. Who uh, and uh, either you're living or surviving. I'm just gonna keep it sweet, sweet, uh, sweet, simple. <laughs> My nigga, man. Hey, we're gonna see y'all next Friday. If we don't see y'all before, suddenly, the word of the Lord came to me. So I, I jumped up, ran, got my notepad, and wrote it down. Nine twenty-four. This disease called CODV nineteen will be over much sooner than you think. Christian people all over this country praying have overwhelmed it. <laughs>